can you believe it is 2024? I mean, wasn't it just 2020 when the world ended? (laughs) And here we are, three years out from that. I'm not a big New Year's resolution person because it seems like resolutions are ways to set ourselves up to fail. We get big ideas and we really want to do the things. We want to lose 100 pounds. We want to run a 5K. But we forget that everything starts with baby steps and we get excited. And then statistics show by day three or four, we're usually back to, yeah, no, I'll wait. I like to look back on the year that was in the past and look at all the things that we've done. When we're a high achiever, we're somebody that gets things done. It's easy to be looking to the future, what we haven't done. So I invite you to look back. And a lot of people don't really use pen and paper and make lists, but I would invite you to make a list of all the things you're proud of in the past year, even the past few years. We've come through so much. Take some time for you and make this list because it's something you'll refer to often. And if you're an achiever, it's hard to do that because we're like on to the next thing, on to the next thing. But we need a pat on the back. And it's really helpful to acknowledge the things that you have done, even when they're hard. Has your life, your dreams been interrupted? Good news. It is possible to reinvent our lives. People are doing it every day. And some are brave enough to share the struggles, disappointments, and challenges. If you are looking for a new beginning, a do-over, or to rediscover your passion, maybe even find a new one, then grab a cup of coffee and let's talk. Interrupted, Act 2, Reinventing Your Legacy, with your host, Coach Lori. It's 2024, and I'm a big advocate of looking back on what we did, what we accomplished, and giving ourselves some credit. But what is that one thing we didn't do? The person we didn't contact, the job we didn't apply for, the podcast we didn't create, the book we didn't write. Let's let 2024 be the year we do the thing. Write that book. Create that podcast. You might say, I can't. I'm not a techie person. I can't do it. All you have to do is say yes and what you need will show up. The how always shows up. So if you're ready to write that book, create that podcast, how about joining my class, Leaving a Legacy, Publishing, Podcasting for Women Over 50, even though we have men in the class. I'm extending my flash sale. So if you get on www.coachlaurie.com and hit contact us or apply today, I will give you the flash sale, which is $500 off the price of the class. It is a six-week class. It starts January 6, 2024 from 10 to 12 p.m. Pacific time. Get that book done. Get that podcast done. You deserve it. You are worth it. And you don't want to be standing on the threshold of 2025 saying, I meant to. Be intentional, take the step, trust that the how will show up. If you're not techie, we'll help you figure it out. If you've tried to write that book and you never have, I have a formula. I can teach you how to create content with everything that you know. So take the risk, take the step. Go to www.coachlaurie.com and let's do this. Take some time for you and make this list because it's something you'll refer to 
often. And if you're an achiever, it's hard to do that because we're like on to the next thing, on to the next thing. But we need a pat on the back. And it's really helpful to acknowledge the things that you have done, even when they're hard. And what has really come up for me, especially this past Christmas, is how do we have joy in the midst of suffering? And it seems like every family goes through suffering. I mean, almost anyone that we know has somebody in their family with cancer. The homelessness has gotten out of control. When we look at people posting their happy Christmas pictures, we might be thinking, yeah, lucky for you, you don't have any struggles. But often people want to post positive things in the midst of struggle. So look back on your year. What have you gone through? What have you overcome? What have you done? And then as we move into 2024, rather than setting big resolutions, let's look at the tiny habits we can change to make our life better. Drinking more water, spending more time learning, whatever it is. Not, I'm going to read 20 books, but how about I read for 10 minutes every single day? You know, there's a lot to be said for reading, actual moving your eyes and reading. If you've heard of Jim Quick, you might want to check him out. He has a great podcast. He's got a book called Limitless. Very, very good book. This year, I started a new podcast. I took a mastermind podcast class. And I started this podcast because I thought about all the people I know who have overcome so much. And then I think of the people I know in their late 50s, 60s, who feel like, oh no, I can't retire on social security. What am I going to do? And I wanted people to know that no matter how old you are, it's never too late to live your dream, to do something that you love. And especially the older generation, we were fed this story that we would retire at 50 or 60 and we wouldn't have to work. (laughs) And that doesn't seem to be the case. And honestly, if we're honest with ourselves, most of us want to keep working maybe just not full time, but a lot of people who do a regular corporate job when they retire, they want to do some sort of giving back charity, nonprofit work. And so I created this podcast because I wanted to show you that people have overcome. And my very first one was Molly. And she said, we don't age, we season. And she had a huge pivot in her business and she is living her best life. And as we go through the list, I would love it if you could go back and binge listen. I try to keep them pretty short, about 30 minutes, about 30 minutes. But Sakura Sutter, oh my goodness, she had a terrible life-threatening disease and she overcame it. Answers for elders, how I became the sex-trafficked mother next door, broken dreams and renewed creativity, beyond the Me Too with Christine Rose. And I'm just saying some of the titles, but every single one of them was so amazing seeing how somebody really pivoted in their life and said yes to possibilities. Missionaries who rerouted and thought they were done and found a whole new area. A priest who walked away. Hearts in sync. A love story, really. Our friend Sherilyn, who had to learn to live an ostomy bag and went viral on TikTok, sharing her struggle. A woman in recovery, off the streets, now helping others. A woman with a kidney transplant who has watched other people not even make it on the list 
and how she not only made it, but thrived. Another woman whose story of childhood sexual abuse set her up for other abuses in her life. And her whole thing was, don't let this be in vain. Let me help others. Our friend Leslie, who talks about being raised in a narcissistic home and how it sets you up to connect with other narcissists. Parenting the Rainbow, a missionary whose son came out as gay and then ended up in a tragic accident. Leaving the Lie with Rita Renee. More to Lose, which is a brand new podcast you're going to be hearing about soon. Oh, our steamy romance writer. Someone that really touched my heart. Not that all of these didn't, but Dr. Zoe Shaw, who talks about complex shame and how doing the deeper work can give us the freedom. My Grief is Not Like Yours with Theo Boyd. And what I love about her story is it's a tragic story, but how we want to be careful what we say to people who are going through really tough times because sometimes we try to minimalize or normalize to make a connection. And sometimes really the best thing is to say, that sucks. Your story is so hard. That's so far. And we have so much more to come on this podcast. And if you know of someone who's an overcomer, who has pivoted, who has uh, had to change their life drastically and are loving their new life, let me know. Let's get them on the podcast. Is it you? Because here's the thing. Women need hope. There are people who are dealing with illnesses, who are dealing with diagnosis, and they feel like their world has ended. They feel like this is it. They feel old, they feel burnt out, and they feel like there's no hope. And I'm here to tell you it is never too late. We've all heard of Colonel Sanders starting his life at 70 is when he finally started Kentucky Fried Chicken. How about, have you read Lessons in Chemistry? Her first book, Later in Life. How often does that happen? Her very first book became a national bestseller and was created into a series, Lessons in Chemistry. It is never too late. And you know what it takes? A hope, knowing that somebody else has done it. And that's why this podcast. B, choosing, choosing to believe and changing that self-talk. There's an excellent book. I wish you would read it this year. What to say when talking to yourself, because we have horrible self-talk. Me included. I battle with it daily. Things will happen and I will go to the worst case scenario of everybody hates me. I know better go eat some worms. I bet you've never done that. When in reality, maybe that person that we're thinking, oh, they hate me, didn't see us. There are so many scenarios where we go and we beat ourselves up. We do terrible self-talk. We get defeatist and then we are not able to move ahead. My message to you is no matter how old you are, you have not missed it. You have not missed the dream. Maybe it's not going to look like you thought it would in your 20s. If you were going to be a football player, a ballerina dancer, and you're 70 now, well, you're probably not going to go play NFL, but maybe there's a senior pickup league. Maybe there's a bar class you can take as a senior. 
See, the worst thing we can do to ourselves is give up on that dream. To say, God, you're not big enough to make that desire, that burn you put in my heart happen. But also, maybe we're holding on to something that we want to happen because we know it never will. And that way we never have to take the step. We never have to do the thing. It's called self-sabotage. It's called procrastination. And so if you have something you've wanted to do for years and you've been putting it off, look at why you're putting it off. Maybe it's not even something you really want to do, but it's something everyone told you to do. You feel like you need to do. What is it that you've been putting off? And is it the thing that is getting in your way because you think it's the thing you're supposed to do when in reality, it's not. So often we get in our own way. And sometimes we want to help people so much that we get in the way of our own dreams because we're so busy helping others. And we think if I help them make it, then I might make it. Now, anything you listen to in marketing and network marketing is help other people and you will get where you want to go. And that is really good for people that don't normally like helping people and they have to learn how. But there is a group of us that are over helpful. We are too helpful. We're so busy trying to help others get to where they want to go that it gets in the way of us doing what we want to do. Think of your craft closet. You might have a hundred projects in there. Okay, maybe 10. Are you going to do them all? When you picked them out, you probably had good intentions, but now 10, 20 years later, you look at them and now you have guilt and now you feel like I've been procrastinating. And so then you go into this downward spiral. I never finish anything. What if you pulled them out and you got rid of all of those projects that you're never going to do and let somebody else do them? See, we have this thing is I have to finish. I have to do all of the things. And the truth is we don't. And I think as we get older, we recognize that. So I'm giving you permission to look at all the things you think you're supposed to do and check them off. Let them go. If you're in your 60s, maybe you're going to live to 100. You've got another 40 years. What do you really want to do in that 40 years? Put aside what you think you're supposed to do. Put aside what you've always done. And even if it seems ridiculous, you're 60 and you say, I want to be a doctor. Just just let it be. Think on it. Ruminate because it will take you to your next. And it might not be that at all. For instance, some somebody in their 60s might say, I want to be a volleyball, beach volleyball player and be on a, a successful team. Okay, so you're not in your 20s, but maybe you're going to start a seniors beach volleyball team. So don't let that thing that you want to do that, that you instantly say, it's too late. I missed it. Visit it. And maybe you'll think, you know, doesn't mean that much to me. There was a time in my life where it was all horses all the time. Then it was all gardening all the time. We go through phases in our life. And so allow yourself whatever is new, whatever is brewing. For instance, I never knew about homelessness and drug addiction until I opened a day center for homeless women. And I learned, I learned a lot, but it was never something I would have chosen. I wrote a book about being a single parent. I never would have chosen that. So look at your life 
And the things that maybe you feel like are huge failures are maybe your biggest successes. I'm going to get really vulnerable here. This Christmas was very difficult, but it was also very joyous. A close family member has a terrible diagnosis. Another family member has been incredibly sick, and a very close family member is homeless. In fact, after Christmas Day, I drove him back to the homeless camp because he can't stay with family. He's got to want to not be homeless. He's got to want to get help. And that felt like a huge failure, taking someone back to their mess when I'm a helper. But it made me realize my job isn't to save the world. (laughs) My job is to do the very best with what I have, help the people that want help, Us helpers want to help everyone, don't we? And we especially want to help people who don't want to be helped. And that's hard. But when we can recognize, rather than, hey, that person doesn't want help, what's wrong with them? If we can recognize, hey, why am I trying to help somebody who doesn't want my help? That's a hard one. And that's where I've been this year, is learning to not help. (laughs) I know it sounds ridiculous, but sometimes... Helping hurts more than it actually helps. For instance, have you ever gone to a friend and you're just struggling with something and they give you tons of unsolicited advice that you don't want and you don't need? And oh, by the way, you've already looked into all of that. People want to help. I want to help. I'm sure you want to help. But are we helping the people who really want our help? Or are we trying to help people who aren't interested? Because we're never going to win. So my challenge, look back at what you've done this year celebrate. Put that list on your mirror. Look at all the amazing things you've done because you are an amazing person. And often we look at people that we think are so successful and we measure and compare. And the truth is we're all ordinary and we all do ordinary everyday things. And most of us are not going to go viral. Most of us are not going to have YouTube channels with millions of views, even our podcasts. I mean, mine's got two grand downloads right now, which is really great, but I'm running in crowds with people with millions of downloads. Does that make me less? No. But if I started to compare, I would get discouraged and probably give up. But my job is to put one foot in front of the other, be consistent every single day, have my daily routine. I would love for you to read Miracle Morning. Because it gets you on a routine and a path that you do every single day. So you're getting connected every single day. You're getting uplifted every single day. You're learning every single day. Whether it's for five minutes, 10, or two hours. You do not have to be the victim of your life. You get to be the victor. You get to make the choices. And if you have projects you no longer want to do, I give you permission to let them go. We're always told, hang on, hang on, you're almost there. And only you know. Sometimes it's letting go. And sometimes it's holding on. And the way we find that out is we look for a mentor. We read books. We find the help so that we can make the decision. Is this something I let go of? Is this something I persevere with? But when we look at it as, I know I have to hold on, or I know I have to let go, when we're not curious about are next, then that's why we procrastinate. And that's how we sabotage ourselves, so that we don't have to do what's next. But I promise you, there is something waiting for you. There's a future and a hope. Even if you have 
really hard things that you're going through. I've said this so many times this last week. I heard a WNBA star, and I wish I could find her name. She said, you know, we keep waiting for things to get better. We keep waiting for things to get easier. But I'm here to tell you they don't. But we can do hard better. We can do hard better. You can do hard better. Don't wait for everything to be good and perfect. Don't wait for the stars to align or your ducks to be in a row. Trust that that desire in your heart was put there. You're being nudged, aren't you? Being nudged to do the thing. And maybe you don't know how, but you know what? It's not about how. When you say yes, the how shows up. When you focus on the how first, you will never do it. But if you say yes, because you're smart, you're brilliant, you've done so many amazing things and you will figure this out, you will find the how once you say yes. So if your life's been interrupted, no matter how old you are, it's never too late. Our mind can change our brain and our self-talk is what we do that with. That's our tool. Pay attention to what you're saying to yourself. Thank you so much for being a, an interrupted listener. I hope if you like this podcast that you would share it with your friends and family. If there's an episode you particularly like, they're evergreen so you can listen anytime, anywhere, even if it was a, well, it hasn't been going for a year, but even if it was six months ago. And if you have an episode on here, it's not too late to share that. Just go to Apple Podcast Interrupted Act 2 reinventing your legacy scroll down till you find your episode or the one that you really like click on it and it will give you the exact link for that exact episode thank you so much for listening and my hope is that even if you're struggling if you're sick if you're tired that maybe you will find some hope maybe there will be one baby step you can take as you're walking through hard times to find some joy in the midst of suffering. Because it's easy to say 2024 is going to be your year. But that's me saying that overall, not looking at you and your situation. Maybe you're going through a divorce. Maybe you're losing a parent, losing a spouse. Maybe you're a caretaker. And even in caretaking, it's so easy to get lost. But if you can find that five minutes for yourself every day. It's going to give you the courage, the strength, the wisdom to walk through the difficult times. It's not necessarily going to get easier (laughs) or better, but we can do hard better. You can do hard better. I can do hard better. Do you have brain fog? Are you exhausted all the time? Do you struggle with depression? How about cravings? Imagine an enzyme that turns sugar into fiber. For a link to order your bottle, email me at lacoach at comcast.net. That's L-A-C-O-A-C-H at comcast.net. If you love this podcast, here's a big ask. Will you share with your friends and family? Subscribe, give us a review, and a five-star rating so that others looking to reinvent their lives will be able to get the help they're looking for. Thank you in advance.